Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. This show is for you, those of you that work so hard for your money. You want your money to start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom of cash flow today, not 30 or 40 years from now, but right now, so you can live that life that you love with those that you love. But most importantly, it's not just about getting rich, but creating a rich life. Because as you're blessed financially, you have a greater capacity to create a ripple effect and bless the lives of others. Thank you for allowing me to be able to create that ripple effect through you. I appreciate you guys that have been tuning in. You've been binging. You've been sharing it with others. Heck, I mean, we've even had guests on this show that came here and started working with us because you said, listen to this podcast. So thank you so much from the bottom of our heart because if it weren't for people just like you, people's lives wouldn't change. And that includes yours and your families too. As always, remember, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, the Money Ripples page. It's just Money Ripples now. You can check that out. Videos going on pretty much every day. So be sure to check out the additional content we have, not to mention on moneyripples.com. Hey, how amazing would it be if you could create monthly cash flow, passive income from making at least double digit returns on your money? And get this, it's only $1,000 or more that you need to invest. Guys, that's exactly what Secured Investment Corp. does. They actually do short-term lending to real estate investors that's backed by real estate that you can actually return double-digit returns on. That means 10% or better. It's also IRA-friendly, and you can even reinvest those monthly distributions to create compound interest on your money, too. If you want to learn more about that, go check out securedinvestmentcorp.com. That's secured, S-E-C-U-R-E-D, investmentcorp.com. Today, I want to talk about, is a 401k the best place to save for retirement? Now, if you've listened to the show long enough, you have know I've poo-pooed on 401ks so much. But I want to show you and give you really the perspective I have and what I've seen over the years and what's really happening so that you can understand this better. Because the one thing I hear from people still all the time, and there might very well be that you've actually been referred to this podcast from somebody else saying, listen, the 401k doesn't always work. Here's why. So I'm going to tell you, here's what makes the 401k give you the actual, what's the actual reality of the 401k? Even if you get the match, what's the actual return you could be getting? And most importantly, what else could you be doing that could actually beat the 401k? Even if you get a 100% match, is there something you can do that's better with even less risk? That's what I'm going to talk about today. So hang in here because there's a decent amount of information, education I got to give, but I want to make sure that you don't fall asleep. So stay with us because this is going to be some good stuff. And I promise I'm not going to kill you with tons and tons of numbers. But for those of you that do like numbers, you'll get a little bit of that too. All right. So now, first and foremost, you have to understand what is the actual return of the 401k? Well, your 401k is just a tax code, right? Just like IRA, 401k, 403b, if you have a 403b, this is the same thing here. These are all just tax codes. They surround it, creating this extra, you know, little really tax definition right, of what this actually is. These retirement plans are no different than just buying a mutual fund, but they have certain tax rules and implications that go with it. So of course, the 401k, you can't touch it till you're 59 and a half. 
Secondly, if you do try to touch it before you're 59 and a half, there's a 10% penalty plus income tax on top of that. So they really slap your hand on for touching really your own money, sadly enough. There's also a 72 rule where if you're over the age of 72, at that point, if you haven't started taking out money, you have to take out a minimum percentage each and every year from that age onward. If you don't, the money that you should have taken out will be slapped with a 50% penalty. That's five, zero. If I'm doing that backwards correctly, no, there's five, zero, 50, 50% penalty. Half of that is in penalty for the money you should have taken out if you didn't. So those are some of the basic rules. Many times there's, of course, rules about how much you can put in. So most people in a 401k plan can't put in really more than about 20000 a year right now, plus whatever the match they add on to it. So many people will say, well, I'm trying to get that money in, but it's tough. So I want to talk about, I want to give you the best benefit of the doubt. I want to give 401k the biggest light and then give my investments the not so great light just to play devil's advocate here. All right, which I love to do. I love to play devil's advocate against my own point just to show you that, well, spoiler alert, 401k doesn't win. Okay. It could potentially, but it can't win using mutual funds. Here's why the S&P 500 for the last 30 years, this is the index for the stock market that most people will use as their benchmark. Now, the S&P 500 has only averaged about 7.75% for the last 30 years. That's without fees coming out. And understand that most mutual funds that you pick do not even get the average S&P 500. More than 90% of mutual funds out there underperform the stock market. This is something that even I learned 20 years ago as a financial advisor thinking, well, that's interesting. Why are we paying additional fees for someone to get us less returns than if we could just put the money in the stock market ourselves, right? But of course, the training is you lack the, this is a direct quote from what I learned as a financial advisor. You lack the time, the training, and the temperament to do your own investing. Therefore, give your money to us. We are the experts. You're not. Okay, maybe that last little part I threw in there, but that's essentially what they're implying, right? Is that you don't know what you're doing and you have too many emotions. You're going to make bad decisions. Let us do it for you, which means that we won't be buying and selling. We'll just be leaving it in there. Let it sit. Don't do anything. Just let it ride the waves and hopefully you come out on the up wave when you get to retirement, not on the down wave when the market crashes, right? So 7.75% is the S&P 500's return for the last 30 years. Now, if you have a 401k, you are also paying fees. Now, you may not be paying the typical sales charges, what they call load charges. You don't pay those like you do with a normal mutual fund, but you do pay what are called admin fees or 12B1 fees and things like that. There's, There's so many different fees that come out of a 401k that they can use. Most cases, these fees, even if you work for a massive, mega huge company like Amazon or Google or something like that, where there's hundreds of thousands of employees, even then you're probably paying between a half of a percent to 1% in fees. Many 401k plans might even charge between one and 2%. There's even some 401k plans that charge even more than 2%. It's ridiculous. Those do not even get factored into the returns that they state when you get your little statement saying how much you've made, okay? So think about it this way, is that most mutual funds don't even get 7.75%. And secondly, it's not too uncommon to have at least about a 1% charge on your 401k. So I ran number saying, what would happen if you got this at 6.5%? I just want to lay the groundwork for people to know why I come up with these numbers because 6.5% to a lot of people sounds, well, that's low. Stock market does 10 or 12%, doesn't it? Nope, never has. Never will, at least not over a long period of time. 
Short periods, yes, but you can't trust that. That's like taking a snapshot and it just doesn't look right, okay? It's not the truth. Long-term returns have always been right around 7 to 8%. That's been pretty typical for the S&P 500. That means you're lucky to get 7%. So I did this at 6.5%. Now, what I did is I showed first, I wanted to take someone who's making 100000 a year, they're putting in 6%, and they get the 6% match. So they get the full 100% match. I know that's dying out. Many people might put in six to get a three or a 4% match, sometimes a 5% match, but it's becoming more and more rare to find the 100% match anymore. But I want to show you, again, playing devil's advocate against my own point, what that looks like. So 6% of 100,000 a year means you're putting in 6,000 a year, right? Well, here it is. 6,000 a year, you run the numbers. And what do you get? You've got a whopping $551,000 that you're getting off that money. 551,000. Okay. So you see, and this is just an interest calculator. I'm using calculator.net, almost 552,000. Now that's over 30 years, six and a half percent. I didn't take out taxes because you got to pay those two. I didn't even factor in inflation, even though I did put a 5% inflation. Notice that after inflation, it's like having $127,000, even after you've paid in, well, 180,000, <laughs> which is just awesome. Okay. So it means pretty much inflation is kicking your butt. Now, Let's go to the match, right? Now, this is a 6.5% return, the match. Now, all they're doing, understand, you're not getting a 100% rate of return because here's what happens. If, because someone will always tell me, like, Chris, I get a 100% rate of return. That's a 100% return every year I'm getting. All right, well, if that's true, that means I should put in a 106.5% return to get you those numbers. So what if we put in, whoops, 106.5% over 30 years? Okay, how much money are we going to have? Boom. Okay, I got to do some counting here. That is, <laughs> yeah, I'm counting this right. $32 trillion, billion, million and change dollars. I can promise you, you will not be richer than Bezos putting 6000 a year into your 401k for the next 30 years. It is not 100% return. Despite what people tell you, that is an out old face lie. That is marketing at its worst, okay? That is not true. It is not 106% return. You're not getting 100% return every year. This is why people say, well, it's 100% return. It's free money. It's brainless, right? Shouldn't I be doing that? No. Here's what it really is. We got to put in the number, 12,000. Remember, you put in six, they put in six. That's 12,000 a year. Now watch the number. It goes from 551,900 to 1,103,000 and change. You get exactly double at the end. Double. So yes, you get 100% return over time. That means the longer that you have this 401k, the less the match becomes powerful for you. Because if you just over just one year, 12,000, make a little bit of interest. Cool. You went from 6,000 to 12,000 and change. You're happy, right? You made more than a hundred percent. That is absolutely correct. But once you throw in a second year, you go to 24,000, the third year goes to 36,000 and so on. You're like, wait a minute. This is just double. But if you do the average return, it gets less and less and less. That's correct. Like rule 72 says, you take that double, double effect. If it takes 40 years to double, or in this case, 30 years to double, divide by 72, adds about an extra 2% or so. Now I did do the numbers. It's actually, in this case, because of how the numbers work, it actually gives you about a 3.5% more. Watch what happens. Now remember, it's about 1.1 million. I put this back down to 6,000. What's your real rate of return? Just over 10%. So you basically made a 3.5% extra return, not 100% return, 3.5%. Now, is that bad? No. 
that's pretty decent. That's assuming, again, you get 6.5%. I would say that most people have 401ks because the funds they pick and everything else, you're likely to get five or six. But again, I like to play devil's advocate against my own point. So that's 10% return, not bad. But could you get that 10% somewhere else? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's a company we advertise on this show that's done about 10% or so average on their own fund. Doesn't mean it's guaranteed, but then again, there's a stock market. So <laughs> what is guaranteed, right? But those are actually backed by some more actual collateral in those things. This one is based on zeros and ones. This is based on stocks that really have no inherent value other than what somebody might say it's worth. Heck, we've even seen crazy stuff happen with GameStop, right? The GameStop owner, I mean, he went and sold off his 12% shares in Bed Bath & Beyond. And the thing, even though it skyrocketed right before he sold his shares, now it's tanked below where it was just a few weeks ago. It skyrocketed like 40% and then crashed like 50%, okay? That's the kind of crazy stuff that happens in the market. And just imagine how many mutual funds were invested in that thinking, oh, my balance is going up. No, never mind. It's down. <laughs> all because of craziness, all right? It's all news and stuff. It was freaking people out. So more people sold off than even the GameStop owner, right? That's the crazy stuff that's happening. The market is completely un out of control, even if you can do it. Now, here's the thing I want you to understand, though, is that even if this equal, right? And by the way, making 10% on 6,000, you could do that in alternate investment or even more. Here's the big difference. In mutual funds, at 1.1 million, you're not supposed to pull out more than 3% a year because you're not going to be investing this aggressively the whole time. You're going to be going into conservative investments to preserve your capital so you don't run out of money while you're alive. So what do they tell you to do? Not 4% anymore. That's been disproven long ago. Anybody teaching that teach you old crap, 3%. And I even think that's high. If you're younger, I would even say 2%. But 3% if you're at retirement age is what you should be pulling out. 3% of 1.1 million is 33,000 a year, 33,000 a year. And then because you have a 401k, you got to pay taxes on that 33,000. So if you lose about a quarter of that, that means guys, you're left with roughly about 24, 25,000 a year. You're about $2,000 a month after becoming a millionaire. Congratulations. That 401k got you to live on 24,000 a year. Oh, that's before inflation, right? Remember I put in that 5% inflation. Guess what? After inflation adjustment, that's 255,000. So 3% of 255,000 means you're living on roughly about $7,600 a year. $7,600, you got to pay taxes on that, leaving you about six grand a year. What did you save into this? Six grand a year? That's right. This is why whenever I tell people, whenever I run these numbers, every time, pretty much whatever you save in your 401k is what you're going to be living on after inflation from that 401k. Maybe less, maybe more, depending on how many years you have. If you're saving $6,000 a year, you will be living on about $6,000 a year. If you save $20,000 a year, and remember, this includes a match, right? I'm including a 100% match. If you're saving $20,000 a year, it's not nearly as good. Because remember, $20,000 a year, if you got only a $6,000 match on that, right? Because you're max funding it, but they only match up to 6% of your 100,000 wages, right? Well, now it's even a lesser return. I actually did the math on that one. It only adds about a 1.3% return, 1.38% to be exact. So instead of 10.08, you get 7.88. Instead, you put in 20,000 with a $6,000 match. That's what it gives you on your money. So it only adds really about a 1.38% return on your money if you max fund your 401k. So max funding is actually worse to get the match. You actually get a lesser return than over here. But here's the big thing, guys. If I'm only earning 10%, 
on my alternative investments, like things that are real estate backed, you know, things that have real assets backing it up, guess what? I have 1.1 million, but if it's paying me, say 10% a year, because it's paying me cash flow, it's not just accumulated money, trying not to live on it. But again, we leave the principal alone. We don't kill the golden goose, like what happens in traditional retirement planning, where you pull out usually more than what you have, and you try not to run out of money before you're dead. Instead, you try to pull out only the interest, which 10% of this is 110,000 a year. Now, if you do after inflation, that's true. Still, 25,000 a year, that's a heck of a lot better from saving 6,000 a year than saying, hey, I saved 6,000 to live on 6,000. Now we're living on quadruple that. That makes sense? So it allows us to be able to do more of that. And depending on where you're invested, you even get some tax benefits too, right? That's my big point. So the point, well, this is really the point, okay? The point is this, is that even they could possibly match up with the dollar amount, you're able to access more cash flow, passive income when you have alternative investments than even a 401k with a perfect 100% match, assuming the market does amazing stuff for you, okay? That's the big difference. Now, I decided to do some real numbers too. I thought, let's take the last three years. And you know, I bought a property in North Carolina back in 2019. I wanted to use this one. I've talked about other properties, but I want to use one I haven't used on the show before. 2019, bought this property in North Carolina. I decided to update my numbers. Now, I recorded it all. I put $27,000 down on this property, right? That was my down payment with closing costs. Anybody who's showing you numbers on real estate should include the total costs. So with total costs, closing costs, you don't get back, right? $27,000 is what I paid for that investment. Now, I wanted to compare that to what I had done if I put in the S&P 500, getting everything, just putting into a spider fund, as they call it, was really low commissions. Well, guess what? I would have made a 42% rate of return on my 27,000 in the stock market over the last three years. That means my 27,000 would have became 38,400 or a gain of 11,400 bucks. Cool. Not bad. 42%, by the way, over three years is pretty amazing. That's above average returns for the stock market because 2020 includes those years where the government and the feds pumped in more money into the economy than we've ever had pumped into it in a short amount of time before. Record breaking throwing that money in to boost everything up, which includes some real estate and includes the stock market, drove it up. So the stock market did 42%, would have done 42% for me. So I would bet 38,400. Now granted, if I'm in the stock market, I'm gonna pay taxes on that, (laughs) on that 11,000 bucks. Now, my property, real numbers here. Property, we pay down $4,000 on the mortgage payment. Mortgage payment paid down about 4,000 bucks of equity is what I've gained from that. So I'm just looking at it if there's no appreciation. I'm breaking this up. No appreciation, 4,000 bucks, 12,000 in cash flow. And actually that's a little bit low. I rounded down. Again, devil's advocate gets my own point. That means I made $16,000 out of 27,000 in just three years. That is a 60% rate of return on my money. But that's not it. We did have appreciation, didn't we? Because just like it drove up the stock market, which is driven up by money being pumped in the economy a lot of times, also drove up real estate prices. Not as much as the stock market in some ways, but it definitely drove it up but it gave me about $43,000 of extra appreciation. I actually rounded down from what I thought it was worth. Again, devil's advocate. 59,000 is my total gain from $27,000. What return is that? 218% in three years. If you average that, that makes it seem like it's about a 70% per year. Now, if you're looking at compounding returns, okay, it's more like 60%. Regardless, 218% over three years definitely beats the 42%, doesn't it? This is just with a rental property, this net of expenses. I said everything net of expenses, what was that? My actual gain to me. Those were my returns. Are those returns guaranteed? 
Heck no, definitely not. In fact, I wouldn't expect appreciation to even look like that normally in the, the real estate business, right? Now, even if it was 3%, now because I put 20% down on that property, even a 3% annual gain on appreciation, which is very low, it's actually averaged more like 5 to 6%, let's say it's 3%, gives me 15% gain on my money because I only put 20% down. I get a five times multiplier on that. So even then, even if it was only 3% a year, just very low appreciation for the real estate game, that would still give me 45% on top of my 60. That would still put me over 100% over three years. So when people tell you, oh, you can make 20, 25, 30% real estate, people say, oh, that's too good to be true. Guess what? It's reality. <laughs> it actually happens. Now, there are other alternative investments that we do that might pay you a certain set return. They'll keep a lot of the gains. They'll keep a lot of the appreciation. Well, they'll give you an X percent, right? Some of those funds will give you X percent or so many percentage of the profits. Syndication, if you invest in apartment buildings, self-storage, some of them will give you growth. Some of them will just give you a certain percentage. And that's fine too. That's why when I say 10% for alternative investments, I'm going on the conservative low end, okay? Most of our investments lately have paid well over 10%. Most of the time, it's at least 11, 12, sometimes in the 20 plus percent range. And like I said, in the real estate game, like with my turnkey rentals, definitely a heck of a lot more than that. I have land that we're doing. We're buying and selling land and doing stuff on that. That right now is returning me about net 60% return on my money, okay? So those are things that we have our clients do. We have our clients get look at these different investments, see which one's the right fit for you. Are these returns guaranteed? Of course not. Could things go wrong? Of course, absolutely. I'll give you an example of something that went wrong. I'll give you two examples of something that went wrong. My own property. I have two properties in Alabama right now, one of which the property manager is not doing a good job on. So even though I don't manage the property, I trust the property manager. Now, if they drop the ball, you can guarantee I'm going to send them a pretty stern email or my wife will, or both of us will. We're sending an email saying, listen, we need you to step up your game. Like something's going on here or, hey, we're getting HOA coming to us, telling us, send us letters saying this needs to be cleaned up. Can you go tell the renters, clean that up? Ideally, HOA contacts the property manager, not us, but sometimes it doesn't happen that way, right? Some of that stuff is kind of annoying. Sometimes annoying if they have to change renters and we have to get somebody, maybe we speak up a month with no rent. That can happen. So yeah, I've had some situations with Alabama properties where I'm like, I didn't quite get my 10 or 12% desired cash and cash return. Had another client, this is several years back, where he bought a rental property. It was actually a duplex. It was in an HOA as well. Some things happened out of his control. HOA fees went up on him. That lessened his cash flow. He had some other issues. For some reason, somebody broke into their place and stole the furniture. I don't know how that dealt with him. It shouldn't have dealt with him at all. It should have been the renter's furniture, not his own, but there's some stuff going on with that. So either way, he sent me an email, pretty mad. This is about 2019, 2018, pretty upset. He said, Chris, I'm mad because I haven't netted a lot of gains on this property. I was hoping for this much cash flow and it's less because these extra HOA fees and taxes went up too. And I have all this other issues dealing with. And I said, okay, well, let's look at it. Well, guess what? Over that one year's period of time that he was having his headaches, although his cash flow, let's just say he didn't make any money. I know he made a little bit of profit, but let's just say he made none. His property appreciated 60,000 bucks. I said, if you hate it that much, sell it, get your gains out. Ta-da, you made more than your money back. In fact, a higher return than what you were expecting in the first place. Guys, that's the thing is that, yes, things can go wrong, but a lot can go right, right? That's the beauty of this. And so the thing is, you can go with that 401k. You can try to go for that match. But what I found is this, 100% of the time, people don't make it. 
yet. On the alternative investment side, yeah, there could be some risk there too. And you've got to be careful. You got to make sure you're with the right people. That's why we have to vet the people that we invest with because we don't want somebody who's just showing up off the street. It's going to be some hooligan, right? Hooligan. I don't know how old that just made me sound, but uh, we don't want somebody who's just a fraud, right? We don't want that. We want real good people, good operators that can actually do good investments for you, actually help you get good passive income. Doesn't mean it's guaranteed, but I'll tell you, I'd rather have that chance of success where most of our clients are very, very happy with that. Are there some deals that don't always pay out exactly what they want? Yeah. But most of all those deals for our clients are helping them get to financial freedom because it all evens out, right? They're getting the financial freedom fast, much faster than they would with a 100% guarantee they can't do it with their 401k. In fact, we've even had clients who've saved all those years in their 401ks only to come to us later when they're 60 years old. Case in point, you know, you see the interview with Dan Markert coming out his follow-up interview. Guess what he says? He says, hey, I'm getting 11,000 a month passive income right now after getting my money out of that 401k plan for my work. Ta-da, is it guaranteed? Results may vary, all that stuff. Yes, disclaimers everywhere. Are we giving investment advice? No, all that, those disclaimers all apply. But what it does mean is that people just like Dan, people just like Tomomi you've heard on the show before, like the Ostroms from Minnesota, right? Or you've got Louie, you know, out in California, you know, working in Hollywood. All these people that you've watched on our show have better hope now because they're investing in a place that actually gives them a little bit more control and better returns. And most importantly, not just accumulation of money, but cash flow. That is what's really important is the cash flow. Guys, if you have questions about how that would work in your own life, go fill out our passive income calculator on moneyripples.com and reach out to us and say, hey, how can this work for me? Guys, we're here for your success. We want a thousand of you financially independent by 2030, if not more than that. So are you going to be that person? What's it going to take for you to make it there? Go take action. Do follow the whispering, the promptings that you're feeling right now. What's moving you? What's driving you? Whatever the thing that's speaking to you right now, go and do that. Make it a wonderful and prosperous week. We'll see you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. Now.